We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the huddle. Minnesota Wild dropped one in overtime last night to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Joining us now, our good buddy, former Minnesota Wild captain, Wes Walls. Good morning, Wes. Hey, Dave. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Hey, Pete. <laughs> I'm doing good. Hey, Wes. I'm doing good. Good to have you on with us on the John Schuster Coldwell yeah. Banker Hotline. Uh, this morning, uh, Wes, I, I, I'm curious, the Johansson uh, no goal last night. I, heard D- I, I read Dean's comments. Uh, I saw the video. Did you think that it was offsides, or do you think that it was that, that should have been counted? Um, you know what? I was, I was actually stunned in the booth, uh, you know, that that goal was even being looked at when I watched it live. Um, you know, when you, you listen to Dean's postgame, uh, press conference and it, for me, he's a hundred percent right. Like at, at what point during that power play zone entry did, did Marcus Johansson not have possession of the puck? Mm. And, uh, for me, never lost possession of the puck at any point. And, um, I mean, it was a really tricky entry for sure. And, and only uh, a player like Marcus Johansson, as nifty as he is, understood that their, their, the forward was going to reach out and try to poke it off, and he slipped it underneath the stick. In essence, and you played hockey, Dave, you understand this, he, he in essence, like, passed the puck to himself right. um, underneath the stick so he could get entry. And for me... For me um, at no point did he lose possession of the puck. Now, I could understand, I really could understand how, uh, you know, players in the National Hockey League have a trained eye. <clears throat> Not all fans have a trained eye. But players that play at the highest level uh, have a trained eye. They know that, that Marcus Johansson did, at, at never lost possession of the puck. But if you don't have a trained eye, you could watch that play and say, oh, he lost the puck. It, it, it went off of his stick. So it's a difficult situation for everybody. I could see how two different people could look at that same play, Dave, and and look at it completely different. And um, I, I do think it's something that the NHL needs to pr- potentially revisit at some point. Uh, you know, when the season's over, because um, that was a, that was really a difficult play in the game. Uh, obviously, that 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 goal by Zuccarello would have had them on their heels. I think there was like four or five minutes left in the game, and then. You know, obviously, Act took the pe- the penalty, and they scored a power play goal. So, it, yeah, for me, at no at no point did he lose possession of the puck, and it was an unfortunate uh, situation that didn't go the Wild's way. So, Wes, we have the offsides, and then we have the fair catch, and they're all happening at the same time. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? <laughs> hey, as 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 far as um, as far as our goaltending is going, what what do you think? I know it's early. I know we're only five games in. Nothing to really you know go get get all scared about, but. Uh, they're just not looking quite like they did last year when we started off with Fleury and Gustafson. So is there, is there anything you think to be worried about or, uh, or why are we not at the level, you know, that we kind of got used to last year? Well, I, I would 
agree that it's five games in. There's no there's no reason to panic. Um, I mean, Pete, we'd be one and four if it wasn't for Gustafson right now. So I don't really agree with your assessment of Gustafson's game. Uh, mm-hmm. He stole game one, 41 out of 41. We had no business getting a point last night. So, <laughs> you know, I, I look at that completely different about Gustafson. You know, Marc-Andre Fleury didn't play. He played good in Montreal and didn't, and obviously had, an, had a tough night Thursday night. Um, so, it, for me, it has nothing to do with the goaltending. Obviously, Mark Andre had a tough night. So we've played, we've gotten great goaltending in four of the five games. For me, completely okay. the opposite. I would look at it. Uh, but our team defense, we're giving up way too much. Yeah. We can't. We cannot expect our goaltenders to make forty saves a night and and continue to have the success that we need. And uh, right now, the team defense is not where it needs to be. Dean, you know, he didn't hide from it at all. He just said it's not good enough. Um, you know, the way the team defense is performing. And, and to be honest with you guys, uh, getting beat like they got last night and giving up 54 shots and losing might be the best thing that happened to the team, especially with the Edmonton Oilers jumping on a plane heading, in many, uh, heading to uh, Minnesota here to play us on uh, Tuesday night. Um, when you lose as bad as the Wild lost last night, the coach gets the room back. It, now it's time for me. Um, and, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of video. There's going to be a lot of soul searching. And, you know, obviously the Wild got off to a tough start last year, guys. It's been well documented. But when they when they started playing some of their best hockey, uh, they rattled off eight, nine wins in a row, you know, maybe six weeks into the season. They were holding teams to two goals and less. Like, it was almost automatic every night. Everyone was buying in. It was just a, it was a clinic. And at some point, we're going to get that again this year. Uh, it won't be until Jared Spurgeon comes back. Um, we really miss him a, a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's just think about him being on the ice, guys, half the game mm-hmm. every night. Yep. So it's yep. uh, it's difficult to overcome having him out every night. Uh, but having said that, doesn't mean that the Wild cannot win without Boldy and Spurgeon in there. They're just not doing enough to, to be able to give themselves that opportunity with those guys out. Wes Walls joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. That was where I was going to go with my next question, Wes, because you, you could make an argument, and you just did, that, that – the team missing Jared Spurgeon might be more detrimental to their success than them not having Boldy just simply because they have more forwards that can step up. But on the defensive side, I've been pretty impressed with Dakota Mermis's play. He's 29. He's been in the system for a while. What's he doing differently now that, that has his name kind of just sticking around saying, hey, maybe this guy's going to get some, some decent playing time up here this year because there's a lot of really good defensemen in the wild system. Yeah, I mean, well, just the experience of, of recognizing where he's at in his career. He's 29 years old. He's going to be 30. So anytime you know you, you plug in players from the American Hockey League and, and you're plugging in older players, it, it puts the coaches more at ease than it would be like a Carson Lambos or, or Damian Hunt, guys that don't have that experience. Um, especially with Jared out, Spurgeon out, you know you're going to be playing a little bit more in your own zone than you otherwise would be. So having that experience back there is, is uh, you know, puts the coach's mind at ease. And, and listen, he's played great. He's been in, on the right side of the puck defensively. He's had good sticks. Um, his D partner, Johnny Merrill, got blown up in Montreal in a 5-1, you know, uh, late in the game. And it was a good time to jump in there and, and scrap. And he, he fought that pathetic kid who's no joke as a fighter. Mm-hmm. And anytime you look across the bench and you see, see who your coach is, and he's Dean Evison, 
And if, if you knew the way that guy played as a player, he never <laughs> saw that stuff. So, he, and Dakota's no, he, he's, that's a smart. That's smart. When your coach plays like, you know that your coach played like that, and you have an opportunity to drop your gloves, even if you're, uh, you know, not the greatest fighter, but you're willing to do that. I'm telling you, that goes a long, long way. And Thursday after the, uh, after the Kings game, the Wild didn't play great, obviously gave up seven goals. And unprompted, Dean Evison brought up Dakota Mermis' name. And anytime a coach brings up your name in a postgame presser after a loss, talking about how good you played, that's a good thing. And he backed it up with another good win, uh, game there uh, last night. And uh, look, just, just look around. Man, the, the Wild are giving up a lot of goals. Great opportunity for him right now to jump in there. Golgoski's out. You know, Johnny Merrill is it was a, has been a healthy scratch. Addison's still trying to find his way. Look around, man. There might be an opportunity for him right yeah. here, right now. And uh, I love those kind of stories. And, and well, let's see how it turns out. Wes, you've got some great youth on the team as well. Is there is there anybody that specifically right now? It's really early, but even in the you know preseason that type of thing. You got Faber and Boldy, and you got Erickson and Rossi, and all these guys. Uh, who stands out for you right now? You mean for for young kids in our organization? Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, I mean Beckman's been been okay. He still has to, you know, he can finish around the net for sure, but he's got to add more to his two hundred foot game. Um, Carson Lambos is 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 still. Uh, you know he's he's all over the ice and he makes a lot of he sometimes skates himself out of position so he's still got to learn to fine tune his game uh, defensively. Uh, Damian Hunt got hurt so I didn't get a chance to watch him uh, you know play a whole lot. Uh, Sammy Walker, uh, you didn't mention his name. I mean no. I thought he was so good in training camp and I think he would have made the team out of camp and had to go back down to the American League. Um, I, I haven't liked his game since he's come up and played these two games. He, he hasn't had enough. He hasn't had enough impact in these two games, um, you know, to, to, to warrant. You know, I mean, he's probably going to stick around. I don't know how that's going to play. But when you're playing with a gun to your head, if you're Sammy Walker, you can't have back-to-back games where you're watching the game going. You know, I didn't even really notice Sammy Walker out there, especially yeah. with guys like Vinny Letary down there. And uh, that, I mean, that's another guy that jumps off the sheet at me uh, is Vinny Letary. Like, I honestly watching practice and watching that kid skate. Wow, I mean that that kid's knocking <laughs> on the door. He's knocking on the door. He's got a he's got a great shot, and I, I just I just love watching him skate because he covers so much ice, and I know that speed kills. And um, you know, we saw what Columbus did last night with young players, and and how yeah. fast and hard they skated. Um, so Vinny Volatari would be a guy that I would say is knocking on the door right now for sure. Some, some decent family lineage there too. Wes, we're up against it. <laughs> yeah. I always appreciate the time, brother. Thank you. Thanks, Wes. You got, you got it, guys. All right. We'll be back. Second hour of the huddle coming right at you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 